Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Let's talk marijuana. Okay. Uh, 40% of Canadian marijuana users are still buying their weed illegally, even though it has been legalized in this country, according to Stats Canada. Now, Jim Kelly, you're trying to do the right thing. You, uh, you've been buying legal marijuana, and there's something about the process that is bothering you. What is it? Mm, I went to the store uh-huh. and bought one gram of weed because, I, I got to be honest, I still buy it illegally sometimes because it's so expensive at these stores. It's, I would explain to somebody who doesn't buy weed but buys beer, it'd be like buying a case of Bud Light would be like buying it illegally and then buying it at the store would be like buying 24 individual cans. That's kind of how they price. Like you don't get a price break the more the you more buy. The more you buy. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. So I w- I'd go there and I'll buy one gram uh, which is just like a tiny nug the size of like a loonie or a toonie maybe. Mm-hmm. It's not that much weed. But the packaging that it comes in is outrageous so that one gram of weed weighs one gram obviously how much do you think the packaging it comes in weighs it's a plastic little box with like a sealed lid yeah i've seen them i don't know six grams i'll say six Uh, 71 grams (laughs) come on 71 times more than the product it's i brought one here taz this is what is that what it's got like one of these lids yeah like a safety lid or something Holy cow, this does feel like a pretty heavy chunk of plastic. When I used to buy it at the illegal outlets, it kept on getting shut down. They'd give you the weed in a small paper bag, you know? And can you name another product on the planet that the packaging weighs 70 times more than the thing you're buying? Other than like a jar of helium or something? What else in the world... So you think the packaging is excessive? It's ridiculous. That is like the thickest plastic. It does smell when you open it, so maybe the plastic is to keep that smell in there. Yeah, and you could you could reuse that for for what jelly beans? (laughs) Well, can you go? Is it like uh, buying a pop at the uh, fast food place? Can you go up for a refill? (laughs) It's not like getting a growler at Toboggan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should be able to. You should be able to bring these containers back to the marijuana store. Yeah, like you can bring beer bottles back to the beer store. Yeah, and they can use them again. Wouldn't that make sense? Absolutely obnoxious. you know, and the especially, size especially of the like containers. The, the crossover of like hipsters and people who care about the environment and weed smokers is like is that's the stereotype. Yeah. So the fact that you're pumping all this plastic, and we know now that new studies are coming out that the majority of plastic ends up in the waste anyway and doesn't get recycled. This is such a waste of like we're worried about plastic straws. We're selling metal straws now. That is like fifty. That's probably a thousand plastic straws worth of plastic that's going in the trash. I don't know. It just seems incredibly excessive and like it's just annoying to me and it seems so counterproductive. And the worst part is you buy your marijuana and it comes in this giant container. It looks like there's so much in there and then you open it up and most of it's air. Then you smoke some marijuana and you decide to have some tasty potato chips. You open the bag of chips. Half of it's air, too. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. What is going on here? And we're taking calls. Hey, what's going on? It's Taz and Jim. Hey, Taz and Jim. Uh, I wanted to comment on the weed thing. Okay. One of the things I do know is that uh, all the weed shops now or the dispensaries do have recycling for to bring back the packaging. You know, I do that, agree that the packaging is a 
The, the packaging itself is super excessive, and from what I remember when we were kids, the three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, is the order of importance. The first thing you should do is reduce, and this is not a reductive packaging. It's oh, uh, so not. much energy and oil and pollution was probably caused making this thing in the first place, you know? I agree. Um, I do have another pet peeve with all the dispensaries. Mine is... Uh you go to a bar, you get ID'd by the bouncer, you're good for the rest of the night. You can drink, you can do all that. You go to the dispensary, like I'm 32, I get ID'd every time. And uh, I get ID'd at the door, and then I get ID'd when I order it, and then I get ID'd when I pay for it. Ooh, I think I'm going to stop by the dispensary later today so I feel young again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Taz and Jim. Yeah, I'm trying to call in about the your uh, opinions about marijuana. Yeah, Jim's not happy with the packaging of the legal marijuana. Thinks it's too much plastic. Ah, oh, it's bullshit. You know, I'm on medical marijuana. I was addicted to oxycodone for eight years, and uh, they want $350 an ounce. And uh, when you come around here up in, I just, I was born and raised in T.O., you come up here and you can buy it for 150 Or 90 100 bucks. Yeah. Some outdoor for 90 bucks for an ounce, if you know the right guy. Well, that's because yeah, they're not well, coming know, in well, $200 uh, plastic jars. Yeah. I've been busy for the last uh, two week and a half taking care of my gardens, if you know what I mean. Oh, it's, we know what you mean. It's just, it's just the irony <laughs> yeah. is what bothers me. The thing uh, that you're selling me? grows in the ground. It's it, a natural like, it's product, a natural and you're putting it in the most unnatural of containers. It's ridiculous. Of course, man. Of course. It's the and government. And when somebody wants 350 for an ounce and I'm on disability, you know what they can do? Take a long, hard suck. Uh, yeah, on you your know, toe. Um, <laughs> <and> a <laughs> plastic straw. <laughs> who am I talking to? Taz or Jim? It's both of us. Oh, well, uh, who had the, Jim had the baby, didn't he? No, <laughs> I, I had the baby. Taz oh, had Taz? the baby. Jim's the one smoking <laughs> the marijuana. And oh, can't make okay, kids. Okay, sorry. The reception on this phone is Sorry, guys. Hey, no problem. Okay. Thanks for the call. Stay off the oxy and keep listening. Oh, man. I've been off the oxys for over a year and a half. Now. Good, man. It's Atta hard boy. to do. Good for yeah. you. And I don't quit drinking after 40 years. I've been an alcoholic, so I'm doing good. Good, man. Keep her yeah. on the straight and narrow. Well, keep. Uh, I'm glad your daughter, I hope she's healthy. She is, uh, yes. Keep her safe. Okay. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, I'm glad she's healthy when, you know, when she was born. That's the main thing, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a good one. There we go. Should we take one more call after that one? That was, or is uh, that it? <laughs> oh, they just hung up, too. <laughs> They're like, I can't top that guy. Yeah. And I was just uh, going through some headlines on globalnews.ca. And I saw this. This is, this is crazy. It's one of the most popular video games in the world. And some argue Fortnite is also one of the most addictive. People are not aware. And parents, they they weren't made aware. So they say, oh, great, another video game. And then their kids start playing, start playing, and they become addicted and it's too late. Lawyer Alessandra Esposito Chartrand's firm is trying to launch a class action lawsuit against Epic Games. She argues psychologists specifically helped create Fortnite to get kids hooked. But she says Epic should have warned users it's highly addictive. 
Yeah, parents in Quebec, class action lawsuit against the makers of Fortnite. What? Saying that the game is as addictive as cocaine, and it was engineered to be that way. I, I know that video games are addictive, but take away the kids' PlayStation. Well, the problem is kids are having absolute meltdowns when you take the Fortnite away from them. One parent says he's been playing Fortnite on a daily basis for several months. He becomes very frustrated and angry when we try to take away or limit his playing time. Okay, take it away then. <laughs> like, I'll, I get it. Like, the kid's going to go, bah, I hate you, blah, blah. Take away the PlayStation. Yeah. It seems easy. It's like you take away the cocaine, right? <laughs> wow. People can get more cocaine. Kids can't get more PlayStations. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, I'm just calling about the Fortnite thing. Yeah, are you addicted? I'm not, no, but I'm a teacher in Kitchener. I know my students constantly go home on the weekends, and that's all they do. They do not go outside at all. So I don't know what parents are doing there, but just, yeah, like Jim said, give them the video game. There's your babysitter. Don't talk to me for the day. Well, you, you so you put it on the parents. You don't think it's the developer of the video game's fault? No, I think it can be fixed. Like, I remember being addicted to games as a kid as well, and my, my mom said, get off. I got off because I was frightened. Yeah, well, you know, it's like uh, I can remember not wanting to come inside because I was playing baseball outside, right? And my parents Absolutely. said, no, it's time to come home. You mm-hmm. have to stop doing something that you enjoy. And sure, For I sure. might throw a fit, but that's just kind of what kids do. Absolutely. Uh, no, it's not the video game's fault. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. My, my son, he's, he's got issues at times with it where we have to limit him. It's definitely, they've taken the brain hacking to, to the next level with that game. The brain hacking is nothing new in Silicon Valley. Like they, They've been doing it for a long time where they're trying to, uh, trying to hook you on whatever they're, they're selling, right? Oh, absolutely. They, they want you to play as much as possible. And uh, how do you feel about this class action lawsuit, though? Do you think it's the game developer's fault or are the parents responsible for letting their kids play? I think it's both both sides. Honestly, the the game developers need to back off on the brain hacking a little bit, especially when they're going after kids. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hello. Hey, are you addicted to Fortnite? Oh hell no. What do you I think? Away from that game because it would devour my life. So you have an addictive gaming personality. Absolutely, I do. I have educated myself on this because uh, I have lost thousands of hours to uh, video games that were designed specifically to make you just stay and put time in. What game was your biggest addiction? Oh, geez. Uh, honestly, and this is lame as uh, anything else, but uh, there's a I mean, called Factorio, uh, where you build a factory. It's just a bunch of moving parts. Factorio, it's called? Yes. I, I was going to say Farmville. I, I was going to guess Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. Those, those are pretty bad, too. Actually, I, I called in because you, as a father, were saying that you were worried about this. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, my parents limited me to an hour a week. Uh, no, sorry, an hour a day. And it still didn't work. Look at you. You're a junkie. <laughs> yeah, but they gave me an extra 15 minutes if I was good at school. So... <laughs> That work. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose is the game, and Kathy is our contestant. Hey, Kathy. Hello. Good to hear your voice. 
Yes, it's good to hear yours. Long time no talk to you, Taz. We are going to give you headlines. You tell us whether or not they are real headlines of actual news stories or complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up. If you get enough right, we're going to hook you up with a prize, okay? Awesome. First headline is, a groom robs a bank the day before his wedding to pay for the ring and the venue. Ooh, that sounds like something a groom would do, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're going true? True, yeah. You are fake news. You got it. Wow. It happened in Texas. Um, Security camera footage from the bank was released. The bride-to-be recognized the groom from the security camera, and she didn't find it romantic. The wedding was called off, and he is in jail for aggravated robbery. You, you know, you got to plan it out. The day before the wedding, uh-huh. like you're really oh, pushing pushing the limits here. At least three or four months before to get things settled. Weddings are expensive. I'm not trying to defend the guy, no. but it's not cheap to get married. Hey, that's a big red flag to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the ring was nice. <laughs> Next headline, Kathy. Thieves steal a duffel bag not realizing it's filled with pythons. Uh, Got to go with it. Sure. You are fake news. Nice call. What? That's a real story. Uh, San Jose, California. Can you imagine undoing that duffel bag? Hey, I wonder what we got. Yeah, a bag of four pythons and a lizard. They uh, belonged to a guy who was doing a show. Jake the Snake. <laughs> yeah, no, he, was, he was putting on like a reptile show uh, at the local library, and somebody stole his duffel bag when he put it down, and uh, they didn't realize that it was full of snakes. Now, he hasn't gotten the snakes back, but he, he is worried for their safety uh, and hopes he can track them down. That is karma for sure. For sure. Next headline. Florida man loses hand after using live alligator as beer opener. Oh, that's... You guys made that one up. Yeah, we did. I feel like that one's more believable than the other two. (laughs) Really? I thought that one... You slap Florida man in front of anything, (laughs) and it sounds like it could be true. And you know what? I bet if you did a Google search, there might be a story that matches that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that one we made up. Next headline here. Man sprayed by skunk dies after taking bath in tomato juice and discovering tomato allergy. Oh. Fake news you choose. Oh, I I believe that. <laughs> Failing pile of garbage. Uh, we got ya. Oh, you did. You nailed me. I was thinking of you, Tess. Yeah, I am. I'm allergic right? to tomatoes, right? Yeah, I yeah. can't have tomatoes, so. Do not get sprayed by a skunk. <laughs> never get sprayed by a skunk. <laughs> the good news is, uh, the way I smell, Jim, uh, you may not notice if I got sprayed by a skunk, right? <laughs> an upgrade. <laughs> Last headline. See if you can get this one right, Kathy. Okay. Farmers have more sex than people with any other job. Oh, my God. Fake news you choose. Farmers have more sex than people with any other job. I have a hard time believing that one. Why not? Uh, Are you going You don't think it's tractor sexy? (laughs) They probably have more time. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I am in farm country. Um, Oh, gosh. Fake or real? Fake. No. Failing oh. pile of garbage. Oh, oh. 
According to a, a new survey, farmers have more sex than everyone else. Uh, <laughs> they top the list of most sex, saying that most of them, one in three farmers, say they have sex daily. Farmers, architects, hairdressers, people in advertising, lawyers, and teachers hmm. have the most sex. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's something I got to remember. Now, Good on farmers. <laughs> the farmers didn't say if it was with a... <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's, right that's not too, fair. Right? That's not fair. <laughs> hey, gotta do what you gotta oh, do. Hold on, hold on. Let's go with this one instead. Hey, this brings a new meaning to E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> huh? I don't want to look that at you better? when you saying that. <laughs> Good for oh, you, farmers. For <laughs> Plowing more than the fields. <laughs> we just played fake news you choose and one of the real stories we had is that farmers, according to a new survey, have more sex than people with any other job. Kudos to you farmers out there. Yeah. Working hard out in the field, working hard in the bedroom when you when you wrap up the work day. No, I'm not surprised they all have like five kids. Well, like most of them from where I'm from. <laughs> On a farm, those aren't called, they're called employees. <laughs> it's like, honey, we need another employee. <laughs> yeah, okay, pump out another unit. <laughs> also, in this survey, they asked uh, people to rate how good they are at getting it on. And the people who say they're the best at getting it on are farmers. Hmm. Well, they know about breeding. They sure do. Doctors, number two on the list. They uh, are familiar with anatomy, so that kind of makes sense. <laughs> sure. Architects, they know all about erecting things. I don't know. <laughs> Construction workers, same thing. They but say they know that how to they're put good. in the work. Yeah. And people in advertising who are probably just saying that to sell you on having <laughs> sex with them. Uh, we also had a fake headline in there this morning, Jim. Florida man loses hand after using live alligator as beer opener. And we we made that headline up in the studio here this morning, but we thought maybe we should just type it into Google and see if... Because you never know with Florida man stories. There could be uh, something yeah. out there that actually happened that's similar. I typed it into Google. I typed in... If Florida man o- opens beer with alligator, loses hand or something. Hundreds of things showed up, but the first one <laughs> is even stupider. Florida man uses alligator to shotgun a beer while cranking Skinnerd. <laughs> so he's on a fishing boat. Start it. <laughs> It's just a little baby alligator. <laughs> it's and then he throws it back into the swamp. Yeah. The alligator's only like three feet, four feet long. It's a baby, but uh, yeah. He pierces the can with the alligator's <laughs> tooth and then shotguns the beer. The Skinner in the background. He's lucky he kept both hands. <laughs> Sports time. Devin Peacock is here. And Dev, we need to get your thoughts on handshake gate tell us what it is so handshake gate is uh from uh, monday night uh, before uh, the uh, 49ers and browns played all the captains came out onto the field for the uh, coin toss richard sherman uh was upset because he says baker mayfield did not shake his hand pre-game before the game started so i've done a deep dive on all the video you can possibly find on this and this is just such a weird weird controversy because there's video that shows clearly baker mayfield shaking richard sherman's hand 
I have it right here. Baker Mayfield yeah. from the from the Browns. Yeah. Yes, and he's uh, Sherman so from the Forty right Niners. Sh- just shook his hand right there. You can see, like it's. Well, I don't know. It's from behind. Did he really shake his hand, or did he just mime that he was shaking <laughs> yeah. his hand with uh, Sherman standing right in front of him? Because so, you can see their shoulders both pump. They blatantly have sh- shooken hands on this video. They shook hands. The the where it gets like crazy is so. This is before they they did the toy, the coin toss. After the coin toss, some of the players shook hands a second time, uh-huh. and this time after the coin toss, Baker Mayfield just ran back to his sideline. So the second time, he did not shake Richard Sherman's hand, and that apparently infuriated Sherman and the San Francisco 49ers. So Baker Mayfield both did and did not shake Richard Sherman's hand. And that motivated the 49ers to beat the Browns by 30 points. So what's the big deal? They have the last laugh. (laughs) Am I wrong, though, that they generally don't shake after the coin toss is decided or do they? Some guys do. Like Baker Mayfield wasn't the only guy that ran off the field after. It's not like he's like, he's like, gone like he's like all right like this is done he didn't give double middle fingers no. to them as he was well, running away or how anything. many times does he have to shake your hand do you, <laughs> you want a hug and a kiss do you want to have like a cup of tea out there before the game starts like Why? you're so upset yeah. over the, the over the handshake yeah. or he's calling it like you know college bs like richard sherman man like what are you like you're overreacting like it's china and the nba here man like come <laughs> calm down <laughs> Next time, make sure you give Richard Sherman a shoulder rub. (laughs) (laughs) Ask him how the family's doing. A kiss on the cheek. Both cheeks. You don't want to be rude. (laughs) Give him a Dunkin' Donuts gift card to get a coffee after the game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they, They won the game by 30 points. They should be satisfied with that. Take that over a handshake any day. That's the Taz Show Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.